Hi, everybody. This is Kevin Sabosky from Fastest Route. Welcome to the Fastest Route podcast. Love, glad to have you here for our inaugural podcast. At Fastest Route, we have a people-centered approach to succeeding at business. We help solopreneurs go from being okay to thriving in the shortest amount of time. Today, we're going to be uh, working with Deanna Swan, who is a clinical therapist that is in the process of starting her own business. And we're going to discuss the topic today is a question that I have asked myself many times throughout my business career and that I ask clients. And that question is, what is your biggest strategic challenge? And we'll get into that in the body of the podcast. To start with, uh, welcome, Deanna. Hi, thank you. Happy to be here today. Yeah, glad to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit about, so in my intro, I said that you you have sort of your own way of doing things and you want to do more of that. Can you can you tell us a little bit about what's different about what you do? Sure. Um, I, I will tell you, um, I started in this business when I lost my mom when I was eight years old. And so um, I uh, was able to go to a place called OnSite which is now in Tennessee. And um, my healing through my experience of loss was, um, it's called experiential therapy. Um, and, and they use a props um, to uh, help you heal. It, it engages the entire brain as well as the body. And um, one of the things I learned there was that it speeds talk therapy up by two years. So that's oh. one of the modalities I brought into my practice seven years ago. And um, mm. it's been really successful with a number of clients that I have. And so you've been really practicing more sort of standard, I guess, if there's such a word for clinical therapy, and now you want to put more of a, a focus on that. Is that, is that correct? Right. So been... with uh, you know, with traditional therapy, or um, there's it's there's like cognitive behavioral, motivational interviewing, uh, grief counseling, and I'm gonna I, I want to switch my practice or business into more of a action experiential uh, modality, um, which is a an area that's not often used, um, but in this area anyway, in Michigan. So I'm excited to. Um, begin this direction and but but in terms of having my own business this will be my first time so it's really yeah. scary i'm really pretty scared about it <laughs> well welcome welcome to the the entrepreneurial world and i've i've really enjoyed talking with you about your business and what you do because i think that you know i think we see a lot of the same thing in terms of how people really work rather than how we wished they work and and the, mm -hmm. the uh, your your approach really resonates for me because you know for me the body and mind are not separate and just like i just focus with people i think you really see what i do better than a lot of people i love uh, you know i've loved our conversation about your work because i think we are philosophically aligned you know i'm i'm about people focused and i, I well i learned that approach sort of intellectually you've always had an intuition about that and mm -hmm. you bring that into your business yeah and so you said you said that you get through using these methodologies 
you can cut two years off of people's talk therapy time. I'm I'm curious about that. I think I, I kind of have a sense of why that would be, but why why do you think that 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 is? Why is that so effective? So <clears throat> there's neuroscience out there that explains, um, you know, the body and the mind needs to have an experience in order to change it um, quicker. So by hmm. using props, um, this helps that client um, experience the trauma that they had in a way that uh, it's a visceral response as well as a cognitive response. So with the combination nice. of the two, it's more effective in ways of influence be behaviors, you know, by two years. That's what the, that's what the research uh, has, has proven. So um, what would you rather have, you know, sitting in a chair talking to me for two years or, or, or right. have, you know, or have this experience, this modality um, that, you know, could cut your time down, you know, it, you're out the door maybe in four months, you know, as compared to two years. Wow. So it's a much more effective, yeah, that's and, and that's what I want for my uh, clients going forward, but I need to develop a business um, and define that and develop it. And yeah. boy, this feels like a big job, so. <laughs> it is a big job. Yeah. And welcome, and you'll figure it out. Um, and so the topic for today is this question that that my old mentor shared with me he used to ask me what's your biggest strategic challenge mm -hmm. and uh, it's really about centering it's really about thinking through what are the big things that i need to do what's preventing me from achieving my long-term goals and mm -hmm. and so uh might as well dive right in what so so you're just getting started what do you think of as your biggest strategic challenge um when I dial it down just to, to one or two things, it's about defining this business and this uh, practice, defining it and developing it and getting language about around what I'm doing to offer that to my clients. Um, yeah. I don't have that clarity at this point. Um, and I, and I'm, I need to get, that feels like the biggest challenge I have right now. Um, yeah. I mean, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You are at the place where you are, you are inventing this business, and a lot of people don't know that. You know, we think of this, we have this thing-based orientation to a business like it's a pen sitting on the table. And mm -hmm. just because you feel a certain way about what you're doing, you think everybody sees it. But it's really a, a linguistic phenomenon where you invent in language your business, and it's difficult, and it, you know, best done with other people. Um, but it is, and it's a process, and it makes sense to me that that would be your biggest strategic challenge at the moment i mean that that sort of structurally kind of the way it is when you start right and and so it, you know in speaking with you you've been helpful and to help uh and directing me that this linguistic or this language that i need to develop in order to offer clients uh what i do is help is really helpful i mean we've already started working together yeah. and um i'm getting more clear but i need i need a lot more clarity so that um my clients that are you know that are going to come to me are going to really understand what I'm offering, what kind of service I'm offering. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, so the people that you might be your clients and it's even more essential, especially, you know, when you first start, you've got a lot of people pulling for you. You've got a client base, you've got a lot of people that love you. And, and so you can get referrals that way. And mm -hmm. the more crisp you are in defining your business, the better off they can 
be at providing those. You know, they want to help. And yeah. Right. So I've talked to friends and um, some other colleagues a little bit about starting my own business. And there's this um, theory out there. You know, I'm looking at going into life coaching more, and uh, but I'm coming from a therapeutic um, background. And so there's been people in this field who say, who say, do not do both. However, recently I found somebody who said, yes, do both because that's what you bring. That's your superpower. And so um, I'd be a hybrid. But what does that look like? I don't know what that looks yeah. like in terms yeah. of how I describe it. Right. So I yeah. need help with that. Big help with that. Yeah. Congratulations on, on getting help with that. And that's exactly how it goes. You know, you'll ask people and you'll get a lot of feedback. And a lot of times they may not. No. And, and it's, it's really important to listen mm -hmm. because, you know, nine out of 10 of the pieces of advice that you're going to get are not useful, but that one out of 10 is going to make all the difference of being in conversation with people and getting their thoughts. And it's, and it's like one thing at a time, you know, you find these little incoherencies, these things that, geez, what is it? And then you'll, and then, so you'll figure that out and then you're going to find the next incoherency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it can be overwhelming. Um, and so I'm not sure what to try first <laughs> and, and, <laughs> right. Right? And, um, and how to define this and this business yeah. I'm looking at. So yeah. I'm pretty I scared. Mean, we, all went, we all went through that stage, no doubt. And, you know, so with the biggest strategic challenge, it, it, it makes sense. It's very common for the big strategic biggest strategic challenge for a beginner, you know, someone that's right at the beginning for it to be business design. Yeah. Um, a lot of times though, and that's, and that's one of the biggest, you know, when I talk to solopreneurs, mm -hmm. that's one of the most common answers. Um, and what I look for is there's something more fundamental because sometimes, you know, it, it may not be that you can't come up with the design. Maybe it's that, you don't have the right people helping you, mm -hmm. you know, so that may be something that you just can't do for yourself and you're not getting enough help. And so your, your networks of help are insufficient. And that's a different strategic, um, you know, your strategic challenge. And the way that you frame that challenge then defines the problem that you're going to solve. Right. right. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. 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 One of the other ways that this goes early on in terms of biggest strategic challenge is, is you may be qualified to be able to design it. You may be working on it. You may be moving it forward, but you've said a couple of times how, how scary it is. Yeah. And you know, it's not uncommon for, for people, their biggest strategic challenge to be mood management yeah. where, you know, being fearful, lacking confidence, uh, you know, and then being in a place where you can't act, you know, sometimes when you're so afraid, yes. it makes it hard for you to act. Boy, Kevin, you just hit uh, uh, a target for me is my mood management when, yeah, when I dip down and get overwhelmed and scared, I freeze up. And so then I'm not able to think, like, what's my next step? And will this work, you know, I, um, with this business, um, developing it and designing it? If my mood dips down, meaning it just, uh, you know, feel scared and confused i'm i'm i freeze and so it's like what do i need yeah to so i need help with that for sure yeah yeah well you and i've seen you you know if 
again, the, what you see as your biggest strategic challenge, then you should f put your time and energy into that. And with a lot of solopreneurs, their biggest strategic challenge is mood management, but they're not putting their effort into that. Now, you know, I certainly get into that place where the thing that's preventing my progress is my mood. And so then I shift my focus as I've seen you do. Yes. You know, you go, you go exercise, you, you know, you ride your bike or you talk to someone, you know, what are those tactics that you use to manage your mood? Mm -hmm. you, and I've seen you do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's helpful, but it, it, it's so important for me to keep that, um, pr those practices in front of me in order to move forward with this business. Uh, I'm yeah. big days yeah. where I need to get work done, right? Or think about what I'm doing yeah. with this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is such an important question for me because I see people moving you know, we tend to really focus on the immediate concerns that are urgent and we lose track of the long term. We biologically really don't have the structures to consistently maintain a long term focus. It requires some sort of external attention. Um, and, and I see people they can spend. I know that I spent, you know, when I changed my business recently, I spent a year and a half. Um, my my ex-wife was a key business partner for me. And when we split up, it took me a year and a half to realize that I had designed my business for her strengths and what she wanted. And I had not redesigned the business. So I spent a year and a half not paying attention to my biggest strategic challenge. And it's not uncommon to see people like just doing things day in and day out and not doing the things that are going to get them to their ultimate goals. Right. Their ultimate goal keeps stretching out every day. It moves out another day because they haven't moved toward it. Right. And and that's one of the things I like about your, I have to say, fastest route, that, that, that thought of somebody out there like you has developed a way to get us faster to where we need to be, right, in business. And that year yeah. and a half that took you, I'm as well as what I'm doing with my clients, cutting their talk therapy down, I love the idea of fastest route of finding my way uh, to developing my business quicker than what I'm hearing some other people say that's taken them to, 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 to design their business. I mean, that's exciting to me. That's like, yeah, sign me up, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, you said something a little while ago that I think is really important. Um, you said, you know, you're not sure whether it's going to work, right. you know, and that that is one of those narratives. Yes that we all have when we start and and man that that can affect your your mood dramatically mm -hmm. and uh mm -hmm. um and so you know that's part of what you do early on is to vet it to like gain um to gain market um proof that there is an offer and and you've actually taken some of those steps You've actually gotten some clients, you know, good friends that had saying, hey, I want some help, but you didn't have a way to do that. But now you said, well, in my new business, you can become a client. Mm -hmm. And they did. Right. Mm -hmm. You're taking the, Yeah. Yeah. There's a those are the yeah, that want to come right along now. And it's like I, I, um, I I'm excited about that. But it's like I, I it stops me a little bit because I'm still developing. Right. And still defining, which is what we're talking about. It's one of my challenges. Right. Um, yeah. 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 You have to go out in the world and talk with people. And so your your design is your biggest, you know, maybe your biggest strategic challenge right now. Yeah. And that as a biggest strategic challenge will come and go. Mm -hmm. 
over the next however many years because it's an iterative process where you uh, provide more detail, right? So you only need so much right now. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have a bigger strategic challenge. You're going to say, God, you know, I need to make some offers. Yeah. I need to get some money. And even though my, my narratives aren't crisp or complete, I need to make some offers and I need to close some business. And so then your biggest strategic challenge becomes cash flow or whatever. Right. But I like what you said. It's real helpful to me to deal with what's here right now in front of me. And yeah, I want the long-term visualization of where I'm going to go with this, but it overwhelms me also, also to get too far out. Right. And so it's, you've been helpful in that way in saying, you know, you can get started with this, this, and this and, and, and go, which is, I think that's part of the fear that I've had. Like, can I just do this? Will this work if I just do A, B, and C now? And you're, you're, yeah. you're telling me, yes, you've seen it happen. I'm like, yes, good news. You know? Yeah. 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 Good for you to, to go out and do that because that, you know, sort of the state of the art of how do you succeed in business has changed over the last 20 years. It used to be you sit in a glass room for two years and design it, and then you go out and encounter the customer. Yeah. And now with lean startup and all those concepts, it's like, no, encounter the customer early and often come up with a, a minimal, what they call a minimal viable product. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you've done that and you I, go out and talk and then you get the feedback of what works and what doesn't rather than spending two years and figuring out something that then doesn't work when you bring it to the marketplace. Yeah, that's so helpful as a solopreneur. That's that, that what you just described to me, you know, just yeah. use some of these um, things that uh, we've talked about now and, and the rest is going to come along. But that helps me not freeze up, you know, yeah. not go forward. So, yeah. One of the things that's also difficult at the startup, you're not, you know, defining the business also includes what's your ultimate objective with the business. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things that I love about this question, the biggest strategic challenge is <clears throat> it discloses for me whether someone has that. So with solopreneurs, when I ask them this question, 80% of the time when I ask people, what's your biggest strategic challenge? And we talk about it for a minute. Mm-hmm. The answer to that question is their biggest strategic challenge is that they don't know what their biggest strategic challenge is. When you first asked me that question, I was like, huh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. (laughs) What's good when you ask that question, it really makes you dive in to get more clarity about what that is. And and that's so helpful for uh, uh, my business or my practice. It's going to start. It's like, yes, I, I can dig in and get clearer. So that will help my clients. That I'm gonna um, have, uh, you know, with me, it, it understand what I'm up to, understand what I'm doing, right? So, uh, yeah, I love that you. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And the reality is, you have to like figure these things out a little bit at a time, and then iterate them all because you don't know exactly what you're going for. But if you don't know what you're trying to accomplish in your business. Mm-hmm. You really can't answer the question, what's your biggest strategic challenge? Because the strategic, what you're, with stri- being strategic is producing those long-term results. Mm-hmm. You know, or being tactical by addressing short-term issues. Mm-hmm. Strategic gets you to where you want to go in the long-term. And so um, to be able to really answer this, you have to not only know where you're going, but what's the strategy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what's the sequence of uh, steps that you have to go through over time right. and then what's the plan and i think of that as like what are the specific things that you have to do for the next 90 days 
Right. Yeah, I like that where I'd have a step-by-step plan, direction, right? And and as yeah. we've talked, I get, you know, you've helped me with, you can move forward with a few things to, to get going. And, and also then that, so that loosened up my fear there, but the long-term I hadn't thought of as, as we're talking about. And now I am, and, and I, I really kind of know more and more where I want to head long-term, you know, it didn't overwhelm me once you were able to help me with, you can get started at this spot with some, um, a few um, strategies and tactics. And you can also vis- you know, visualize or think about plan what com- you can do later. So that's exciting to me. And that gives me, that brings my mood up too. Just the thought of, oh, right, I can do this. And really, I can, my whole vision, which has been in my head for a long time, uh, can come to reality. Um, Because I'm going to start this business, I need to just start it, right? So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And so... The, the, the three biggest things that I see recurrently for solopreneurs, those, the things that, you know, when we really work at it, what are the biggest strategic challenges for solopreneurs, which is different from bigger companies. Mm-hmm. The first is that design thing, yeah. as you said, and then, and then mood management. And then the third thing is focus yeah. because, you know, what do I work on? All of a sudden you're in charge of setting direction and, you know, most of us work for other people who'd already done that. So this is what, this is the box that you're in. Yeah. Stay within the box. Now you have to define the box mm-hmm. and 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 figure out what you need to do today. Yeah, yeah that's that's hard. It's like the day to day stuff. What is what what is the priority? What is that? Right. Um, what comes right. first, second, third? It, um, defining the box is like whew, it, it seems little, but it seems big, right? So oh. having I mean, some help with that key key for me. Focus because I'll I'll jump from this to that to this, and I'll at the end of the day I'll think. Wow, I didn't get anything done. So, yeah. Yeah, so the, the uh, you know, it'll be easier to maintain focus. So focus without a story about where you're going is kind of, a, it doesn't, it's a nonsense concept, right? Focus on what, if you know, so you can't really focus until you know what you're trying to accomplish. Yes. And then it's much easier to focus, right, with if you've got a strategy and then a plan. And so ultimately you'll get those and it'll be make it easier for you to stay on focus. And you can have all those really well and you can still have big strategic challenges for you to get those results. But um, but at least you'll have an answer. Right. <laughs> what is my biggest strategic challenge? Yes. Yeah. Answer that question. I think that's a powerful, important question. And I just really appreciate you have pose that in front of me it's like okay what is it <laughs> it's, it's really helpful not everybody is as thrilled when i ask that question it's damn you and so you know it's good to do this now it's good to do it in the future and the two things that i find that are really like these things that should uh, interrupt me and have me think about what's the biggest strategic challenge and i just did this you know two weeks ago where i was feeling lost mm-hmm. do you ever you know where it's like what am i doing where am i going what you ever have that sensation of being lost absolutely absolutely it's it's yeah. in my body it's in my brain it's like i'm lost i feel like i'm in this big sea ocean just kind of like floating floating through and it's like whoa i've got to i've got to bring that boat into into the shore and figure this out you know 
Yeah. Yes. I so when you feel like that, the thing that will get you back on track is identifying what your biggest strategic challenge yes. is, because you've got to go through all of the, what am I trying to accomplish? What's my strategy? What's preventing me from doing that? Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that I find is really indicative of, of where this question, you know, being in the inquiry of this question is valuable is when you look at your to-dos and they're uncompelling. I've, sometimes I'm in this place where I look at my to-dos and it's like, I couldn't force myself to do those if I wanted to. They just are unappetizing. They seem wrong. I don't want to, I don't want to do my to-dos. Mm -hmm. And I have entrepreneurs ask me all the time, you're like, how do I improve time management? Mm -hmm. You know, I need a better time management tool. And my response is, no, you need, you need to figure out what your vision and strategy are, because if your vision and strategy are clear, we're pretty good at getting our to-dos. Do you ever find that where you got your, your list of to-dos? Yes. Yes. And mm -hmm. if I, as we've talked when i think about the the longer goal um or the longer uh visual um direction i'm going for my business i can do the to-dos i can it's better it's much better if i have that kind of planned out where i'm headed in the long term then i can i can refocus and get to my to-dos to and that helps with my ma mood management too if i get excited about oh i know where mm. i'm headed so this is a part of the journey that's just these baby steps that I've got to take. I've got to do these to-dos. Um, yep. Yeah, so but I like the planning of what else is going to happen later on, too. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And it's an iterative process. You work on it one until you get it as, as good as you can because it's invention. It's hard, right? What is my future? I'm not sure, but let's eat. And one of the things I tell my clients is, it's never about perfection. Every time you revisit one of these things, it's not about making it perfect. When you revisit it, it's making it better. If you just keep cycling through these things and improving them, at some point you're like, damn, that's good. That's right. Yeah. That's all I need. Yeah, yeah that's I like that idea uh, of what you just said, um, Kevin, that per perfection isn't it. Um, it's just getting better. Um, that I get yeah. tripped up in that. I want it to be just right. I want it to be just perfect. And I'm sure other entrepreneurs are the same way because yeah. this is your baby you know this yep. is your baby this is your dream this is your uh life stream to to do this business and it's like i gotta get it quick now right. but better makes takes away some of that angst of whew, it's just going to be a process of trying things right it is yeah yeah um so it's been a delight talking with you, Deanna, on the subject. Is there any question you have for me? Is, it, is there anything I can help you with? Um, anything, I, anything you want to add? I love in terms of this has been really great, and I um, I don't have a question right now, but um, if I do, I'll certainly um, revisit you and and ask. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. And and if if there's anybody out there that uh, needs some help, needs someone to talk to, work through some issues, especially uh, processing trauma, um, is, how, would they, how would they reach you to, to get some help from you and, and support your business? So right now, um, it would be contacting me by my email, which is deswan1717 at gmail.com. And so that's, that's a work in progress, too, on other contacts. But that, at this time, is fine. Yeah, thank you. Well, congratulations and congratulations for all.
all the work to get you to the point where you have something so valuable for people that you can start your own business and and offer something. I mean, it's a, it's a huge accomplishment to 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 be as good at what you do to make it worthy of a business and the courage that you've taken to to do this. So, congratulations on Thank that. you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Beautiful. So, this was Kevin Saboski from Fastest Route. Join us uh, in the future in all of our Fastest Route podcasts.